Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 149 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles. Some people call me Venom. Joined, as always, by my mainest man, Willie Saylor. Some people call him White Collar Willie, and we are brought to you today by Under Armour Wrestling, UA Wrestling. And get all your UA Wrestling gear at ScrapLife.com, Willie. Scrap it up. Willie, for the days you don't dress up and look nice, you need to be on ScrapLife.com and get some UA gear because sometimes you roll up in here trifling. And no, you you know, what? I'm, you know what? I'm salty. I'm salty. You, you called out my style on the, on the Facebook Live before, and um, I thought that I ain't necessarily calling out your style, but... Uh, Johnson and Murphy is like a popular brand of shoe. I've never heard of it. I thought it was a ch- children's shampoo. Well, it's not. So, it's and I don't even need shampoo. So, <laughs> think of the savings over know. over time. That's like three dollars a month mm-hmm. times twelve months, thirty six times. You know, I'm all about the savings. Um, what are we talking about today? But what are we well, talking about? Venom? I think I think we need to get caught up with you first of all. What's be- going on with me? Well, what's going on with you is. You know, the last couple of weeks, we, you know, Willie Willie can't stop talking about his new job, his new position. Oh, I'm that a, is false. I'm, uh, you know, he's he wants he wants to be introduced as Flow Sports Managing Editor Willie Saylor. Um, I, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. Okay, I'm going to call you what you are. You're white collar Willie. So he's got this new job, but now he thinks he's a rodeo expert. Huh. So <laughs> he's been writing. He's been writing. And researching rodeo now because we're apparently we're starting a rodeo website. I blame Rich Bender. See, <laughs> is, he, is he is he no rodeo? Well, r- r- he likes rodeo. He's into it, and you know, I, I don't know, he had a conversation with Martin. All of a sudden, we're starting a rodeo site, and I have to write uh, articles about bulls. So about <laughs> and do they rank the bulls? I don't know what they do. They rank, so, yeah, they rank bulls. They rank bulls. They rank bulls. I'm, I'm writing articles on bulls and lassos and freaking ropers. Ro- what's a roper? It's a coach for you and I. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you you crack up over the simplest joke. Oh, oh. was funny. So the, some of these names you sent me for for no. these yes 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 I almost quit so yeah so I'm I'm like researching and writing stuff for rodeo and then I come across names and I'm like I'm done I got to take a two hour break this is ridiculous <laughs> tell him one of the names he sent me he's like look at this Bubba Boots true story the guy's name's Bubba Boots <laughs> and then another one is named Billy Bob Brown Billy Bob Brown he's from down the road in Texas here. He's from Texas. So these guys, I, I have a theory that this rodeo thing, it's almost like the WWE wrestling. Like you get a you get a fake name. It should be. B- Bubba Boots and Billy Bob Brown. So this is this is Willie's life right now. He's turned on the last Thursday he turned on you for golf. This weekend, he's he's researching rodeo. So I just want that to be out there. I want that to be known that he's about that rodeo life. What well, is a roper? Is a roper a real thing in wrestling or in a uh, rodeo? Yeah, you rope them. You that's you that's just them. the name of the person that throws the rope, <laughs> right? <laughs> no, but like that's what he's called. It's like the his position. Name of the per- 
Well, yes, you know, like it's a position. You got wide receivers, quarterbacks, small, and a roper. Small forward, <laughs> yeah, and a roper. Well, I don't know. I don't know. There's other issues though. More more important than more important than well, hold rodeo on. Rodeo issue. Oh, you got more? No, I just want to say though that I may be um, rodeo right now, but I I think I'm cornering the market on wrestling moms. They love me, including one Adam Hall's mother, which uh, she is now my favorite fan. That tweet was at both of us. Uh, I just I, I didn't see your name in it. My I, my name was clearly in it. That's how I saw the tweet. I was tagged okay. in it. So, well, yeah, big I, shout. Adam Hall, he is a, obviously a stud wrestler, made the university world team this year. Um, he's a coach at NC State. Yeah. And we, we're doing big with uh, the wrestling mothers. Yeah, so, so Adam Hall caught his mother listening to FRL, which is – Totally awesome. Totally, totally. So, big shout. Big shout to... I'm a big Mrs. hit Hall. with the wrestling moms. Is that so right? So, I, I might... You might... A black mark against me for the rodeo thing. I'm doing well. You're big with moms. Yeah. You're big in the mom community. Well, congrats on that. Um, so, you know, here here at Radio Flow Wrestling Radio Live, we tackle, we tackle the big issues, okay? The ones that the politicians are scared to touch. Um, we'll talk about clowns. And the problem it's now Willie, are you seeing this is this is an international issue, you realize. I heard it's the, international the, at London, right? London. Something? London. Okay. And and of course, because you know, they can't London I mean it's it's Great it's Britain. Right. It's Great right. Britain. So they're gonna they're gonna make it even more devious than ever. This dude's running around with a chainsaw. Okay? Yeah. We we used to have a bunch of idiots out there scaring people standing in fields like morons. They take it too far. Too far. Too far. A London. chainsaw? Come on, London. Was the chainsaw running? It, I saw a picture. It looked like it had the teeth on it, mo- like moving. Really? Yeah. So I don't know. So I was thinking. Too far. It's too far, right? Um, we need to start uh, an anti-clown task force. And <laughs> the the only way to do that, to, to build a true task force that's that's built to not only defend, okay, defend the communities from from clowns, but also to be offensive, to go at the clowns that are terrorizing these communities. We need a task force, right? So we're going to actually have a draft, Willie. I don't know if you know this. We haven't talked about this. We're having a draft. We're going to draft an uh, uh, anti-clown task force, three. You get three, okay? <laughs> and they're, they have to be Division One wrestlers. And you probably – you're not going to do good at this, okay? You're not going to assemble – a, a well thought out and a, a cohesive team. Okay, who, who would have thought you would have set me up for failure? You're gonna mess this up. You're gonna mess this up. But because I know you're at a disadvantage, and I'm gonna give you the first pick. You have the first pick of the anti clown task force draft. Um, okay. Anyone, anyone, the, uh, any division wrestler, division one wrestler. Pat Downey off the board. Pat Downey. All right, Pat Downey number one. That's a strong Pat choice. Pat Downey is crazy. He won't. I, he has no fear. He's about that life. Yes. I, that's a. I'm all right. I'm not gonna lie. It's not a bad first pick. Okay. Wouldn't be my first pick. I think. Actually, it's not bad. I think you go big early. Okay. He's a big boy. He's big. He's big. But there's bigger. There ain't no clowns messing with Pat Downey. He'll put the smackdown on him. He might. He might. All right. But I'm just talking pure aesthetics. I see a wall coming towards me. Um. I'm going tie walls. Okay. You know, tie walls. I'm going tie walls with my first pick. Okay. And there's there's a strategy involved here. Okay, so now I'll give it back to you for your second pick. Dremel Byers. No. Yeah, I'm taking him. Division one. I don't care. I need him on my team. Division. Nobody's messing with him. Division one. You don't get Dremel Byers. He doesn't even wrestle anymore. Pick a division one wrestler. I want Byers. I'm getting. I'm picking up him off the waiver wire. Um. All right. Next pick. Next pick. Richie Lewis. Okay, <laughs> that's another <laughs> solid pick. I'm taking dudes that I'm taking dudes that come hard, dude. I it, Ronaldo Rodriguez Spencer still on the board. He he threw down during a match. He did. He, he did. So well, you still have I like pick. my team. I got Richie Lewis. I'm, 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 I'm taking all Iowa Central kids. <laughs> that's what I'm doing. <laughs> all right, I'm taking my next pick. See, there's strategy here. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going Nathan Tomasello. Going Tomasello. We've seen a, his work with the heavy bag. I feel about that. So oh, now, yeah, he can hit. He can hit. I don't know what you're saying right now. Okay. 
you have your last pick, and then I'm going to explain why my team is, is <laughs> makes the most sense. Oh my god, you thought about this before. Oh yeah. Well, so who was your first pick? It's a serious oh, problem. you got Todd Walls. You got what is this? A beauty contest? You're taking all these jack dudes. I'm taking heavy hitters, dude. <laughs> I'm taking thugs. I'm on, I'm the captain too. I'm in it. I'm on this team. Um, all right, my my last pick. Give me somebody. Just, I don't know. Who just come? Who just brings it? Uh, this is for you to decide. Well, you're putting me on the spot here. I didn't even know the segment was coming. You got the whole field. Well, if you actually did show prep, you would know. Um, so I don't know. There's 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 literally hundreds of. Give me somebody. Or- give me somebody. Give me somebody from District 11. Just nasty, salty. Just been in the streets. Who's who's that? I don't know. Minotti, you can't Minotti. Minotti's white collar now. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's on the shelf with Moisey, Moisey. I don't know about Moisey. I don't know who my last pick is. Pick a wrestler. Um, they don't have to be from District. Can I have Joel Greenlee? No, you can't have Joel Greenlee. Well, he ain't nobody messing with him. Pick a wrestler, Willie. All right, fine. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Gilman. I wavered between Gilman and Tomasello, and I went Gilman's with, Gilman. Gilman has an attitude. I like Gilman. See, I almost went with Gilman because I felt like if this became a survival situation, like we became stranded in the wilderness, like he's gonna be able to like capture food. He's gonna, he's not no whining coming from that. Guy. Look at my team. But all right, well hold on. My now, team is Pat Downey, Richie Lewis, and Thomas Gilman. That's not bad. We're that, taking over to Earth. Listen, that's not bad. That's not bad. My final pick, he's like a hybrid. Like, if you combine Ty Walls and Nathan Tomaselli, you would get Kyle Crutchmer. That's my final pick. Oh, dude, I can't believe I forgot Crutchmer. That's my dude. You messed up. You messed up. So I got those three. Now, here's the deal. All right. I can't believe I forgot Crutchmer. So the initial, we're rolling up on this clown, right? I need Crutchmer on my team. With my squad. They're rolling. Now, they're going to start running, okay, uh-huh. these clowns, because they're going to see Ty Walls. Do they have chainsaws? Doesn't matter. They're probably well because these guys are cowards. We know this, right? Yeah. So they're probably gonna run. Well, that's why we need NATO. Cause we know that guy. He's not gonna stop. So he'll be able to catch him, right? Post left side high crotch, <laughs> pick him up, put him down. Then Walls and Crutchmer come in and and they finish this dude off. All right. In a, you know, we're not gonna we're not gonna end their lives, but they're they're gonna their clown days are over. Their clowning days will be over. And uh, that's the rationale. I'm gonna have to make sure, like Downey and Richie Lewis, they don't, you know what I mean? They'll they'll beat them up bad. Well, yeah. I have to take the dogs off and listen. This is this is how. Um, and, and the word will spread, right? Mm-hmm. It, they'll have to make an example of a couple clowns. Do our teams, then, but I promise you, do our teams team up or like we they're in different geographical regions? Right. I think we may, you go East Coast. I go. I maybe go West. Okay, we're not gonna worry about the international. I mean, problems. I got an East Coast squad, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got to go East. I'll stay Midwest to West. We'll work our way. And I guarantee you, once the tales of these beatdowns come out, the, the clown problems gonna go away. Good. When they hear about our task force, and uh, so we'll have to make so an we example. So we just solved the clown issue. Yeah, yeah. Hillary and Donald wouldn't even touch it. Wouldn't mm. even touch it. Mm-mm. Cowards. Okay. Is there a, is there a clown problem in Canada? Have have they been spotted in Canada? <laughs> we I cannot. It is so funny the things that people will get upset about. They got upset. They the can, Canadian. So, a little backup. I'll explain what happened. So we're we go Canadian as, wrestling media. We just did a we just did a um, <laughs> we just did a uh, it's a, called a podcast. No, we just did a. a Anti-clown task force draft. So we're all over the place in this this podcast. Okay, yeah, this is the best we're, one ever. You never know which direction we're gonna go. Okay, and typically we can seamlessly go from one thing to another, and we do, and we did in the last show. And I said that Amar Desi lost to Corey Jarvis or I, I, whatever. I, I said it, and you were like, "Yeah, I think you're right," or something like no, that. No, I said Corey. I li- I went back and listened because I couldn't figure out what he was talking about. I said Desi lost to Corey Jarvis or whatever. And that the the, the <laughs> can, Canada, I guess, is what you call them. They were they were none too pleased, that, right? That so we we're, so that we, we get was, on we get on an off topic thing. We're talking about heavyweight, and it's something, right? We're talking about heavyweight rankings, and we just bring up Desi, and and we I don't know. We start having 
we just kind of go into the trials, but like off the cuff, we're like, yeah, Desi, who did he lose to at trial? I think he lost to Jarvis or whatever. I don't know. Um, and furious. And because we didn't know, and because he said whatever, the Canadian Canadian media. Yeah, I apparently right I really us. offended Corey Jarvis. I really offended Canada. I'm sorry for thinking a junior world champ of which wins your last one other than Desi. Sorry. You don't you don't have a lot of junior world champs at your disposal, Canada. Sorry for thinking that maybe a junior world champ could be Corey Jarvis. And but it doesn't even have to do with that. It has to do with the fact that I said or whatever. Or whatever or like so sorry. I don't, and I don't, sorry I didn't remember all the results. I don't even remember all the results from our trials. Yeah. Right? How can you? But mm-hmm. sorry. Sorry Canada. Wait, we're we're actually gonna start a, a segment. Just I'm yes, s- I'm sorry. Yes, I'm we're sorry. gonna start. We should open the show or at some point do uh, thank yous and sorries. We'll, we'll thank the people that you know gave us shout outs or said something funny and moms. Made, made us laugh. Moms, shout right? out to so, moms. Shout out to Adam Hall's mother, um, and also sorry, like because inevitably somebody complains about something. Well, yeah, because I said or whatever, it sent Canadian wrestling media into a frenzy. <laughs> Uh, but every it's every show. Every show somebody complains about something. Yeah, it's it's really what. Sorry, what do you call? What do you call? I mean, that's just the way the is it the way the country, the way the world. This is a, this is an international issue with Canada. This is an international. We started I mean, an international we start, issue. international crisis. Um, but really, the country is that way. They they look for reasons to be to be upset. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry that that's your nature, America, and Canada. <laughs> All right. Uh, where to next? Well, you want to talk about Christian Michael, Pauls. Michael Beard to Northwestern? That's a a very very solid get. What do you what do you what do you think of Beard next level? D one. <laughs> you had the funniest joke. Yeah, it that did, was pretty funny. It didn't get that. Uh, actually, the Ohio RTC was kind of like they didn't think it was funny. Did you? I tweeted it. What bearded dragon? Yeah, if if Michael Beer went to Drexel, he'd be the bearded dragon. And Ohio RTC was sad about it. They clowned me. They did good. They said, "Don't quit your day job." I'm glad when people clown you on yeah. Twitter so specifically. Uh, my beard's a stud, dude. Beard's right? always been a stud. Uh, coming up through, solid. I mean, you saw his. I think a varied, a varied offense, and who's number one. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's a great pickup. And um, I don't know if people I think saw it's a this. Fantastic! Did, did you see? I didn't see this coming with uh, Northwestern. I mean, I knew they were in the mix. I think, but I thought it'd be tough to pull them in. Yeah, I thought it'd be tough to pull them in. Uh, I seem to remember Cornell was in the mix there. Some other schools. So I was surprised, but a great, great pickup. Obviously, there's a lot to there's a lot of good going on at Northwestern. On top yeah. of that being a great school. I was actually talking to. Uh, couple guys like Northwestern guys at who's number one and just saying um, not talking about anything specific to recruiting just that there was a lot of um, really good kids like legitimate D1 prospects in the next couple years with really good grades yeah you know beard beards one of them so uh, good fit there and excellent I mean Johnny Sebastian there imagine if they had Reen in that would have been a great group. Wow, they could have rolled. They would have went Brill, Sebastian, Reen, and Beard. Yeah, how how is how's Brill? Brill used to be my guy. Like I used to talk to his dad all the time, but I haven't talked to him in a long time. How how healthy is he? I don't know. I I think he is healthy. I think they're you know he's been practicing and whatnot. So we'll see how you know it's about maintaining it, right? He still never lost. Do you know that? I mean, he didn't wrestle. <laughs> What do you mean? Still never lost. Did he wrestle a match? Yeah, he um as a freshman or true freshman, he didn't he didn't lose. So he's in like year 3. Yet to taste collegiate defeat. But yeah, I I don't know. I think he'll be good. We've always known the talents there. Just a matter of being healthy. Same for Sebastian, too, right? Like good wrestler, got to stay healthy. Yeah. Yeah. Um what are they looking like? Are they looking like a – What this year in particular, are they looking like a couple AA candidates? Yeah. Northwestern. Well, I mean, they don't have a lineup that's going to contend, right? No. No, you know, they lose Surtis. That obviously hurts. Yeah. Um, you know, they All-American or two. 
probably max right now. But we'll we'll see. You know, that's a very skilled staff there with Hal and Brewer there now. We'll see the you see a lot of good kids. So just like recently, it's been a lot of good kids going to kind of quote unquote academic schools. Yeah. Yeah, Beard there, uh Key to Princeton. No. Key, Col- key Columbia. To, key to Columbia. Yeah. And uh I hear Princeton's having a great class, right? Yeah, they're mopping up. I don't think they're done either, from what from what it sounds like to me. Yeah. So yeah, obviously there's there's big big pools of those academic powers. Um, yeah. Did we talk about we talked about Ohio State? Did we talk about Ohio State? Chase Singletary. Mm-hmm. We and did. Romero. Yeah, on Thursday okay. or Friday? That excuse Friday. me, that was Friday because you dipped out on. What, us. what does this mean? Tosu Twitter doing it right? Man. Strong strong Twitter game. They, I mean, they are uh, they are mobilized on Twitter, <laughs> right? Like they they have a plan, you know. They're they're retweeting, they're active, you know. You've got their their stars are kind of tweeting out and around at the kids, you know. You've got Kyle Snyder picking Jordan Decatur yeah. and David Carr, yeah. and they're just they're I mean, it's, you know it's, it's a united all, front there. It's a united front, like they've got a real plan, and they they use their team to to do it. I I respect it. I think it's interesting to. To watch, and we'll see what other teams kind of get get in that. Uh, yeah, what are the top? You're on Twitter constantly, right? I mean, you're you're pretty on top of it. What are the best Twitter? What are the best schools for Twitter? Best schools for Twitter? Ohio State. I don't know. I don't know. Um, Penn State's kind of quiet. I was. Very I was quiet. super quiet. Oklahoma State's very quiet. So of the powers. Missouri does a good job. Missouri does a good job. More Missouri hate from me. Um, <laughs> hey, you have to stand I, up for the small schools. You have to stand up for little Missouri. Poor little Missouri down there in Columbia. You know. Just uh, who else? Missouri does a good job. I think NWCA. Rutgers like, does does a good job. NWCA gives out like awards for this stuff, right? Yeah. Best social media. South Dakota the State. The problem is everyone just ramps up for that contest. I know. Iowa State, they're always all, all over Twitter. They're all in on They're all in on Twitter. On Twitter. All in on Twitter. Hey, Mantanona's going uh, Super 32. Yeah. That is a very – he's got a lot to wrestle for right now. I wonder if we're going to see – I don't know. Here's Angry Mantanona? Huh? Like all out Mantanona? All out, all tournament. Can he string it together through what's going to be – he's got to win 10, 12 matches probably, right? Well, not at 170. Probably seven. Seven. I'll have to win seven matches. Six. Two days. Six? Yeah, I mean, there's what? It's, just, it's not going to be a six. At max, it's a 64-man bracket. You've never been a Super 32? 64-man bracket. Third. Uh, huh? Or are you saying just because 170? It's 170. Okay, so maybe it won't be as big a bracket. But, yeah, he's going to have to. Well, he'll see. I mean, he's got a lot to wrestle for right now. No. I don't even know what the situation is with that. Oh yeah, I yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, that's a whole. I know that's a, li- a different situation. All right, let's talk about you. Oh snap! What? Let's talk about. I haven't even looked. Joey dances in the. Joey dances my homeboy. <laughs> Joey dances my my like. The first interview I've ever did in wrestling. You've ever did, huh? I ever done. I ever English written, major ever here. Ro- Roten, written, rot, Ro- rotten. Ro- the word is rotten. Listen, first one I ever conducted. Mm-hmm. Joey Dance at Fargo, like he's like eight years old, whatever, however old. Just a pup, probably fourteen. First one I ever did. So Joey Dance is my dude, mm-hmm. and uh, but pound for pound, he didn't. He wasn't top eight in his weight class. Accurate. So obviously, pound for pound takes in. As I mentioned, a, a much broader lens. So, I mean, for for people to say, oh, he didn't even All-American. So would you consider – you would really consider someone who finished eighth at a weight class? You would consider, you know, uh, a Brett Harner or a whoever. I did not say that. You know, but I'm saying – so you start there, right? Like everyone says, well, he didn't even place. So you, you would put every All-American ahead of him? So let's start there. Would you put every All-American ahead of Joey Dance in the pound-for-pound pound rankings? No. So it's not all about that, right? So now no, – I didn't say it was all I about know, that. I know, but this is I'm, – I'm, I'm 
projecting my arguments to you, but it's really to a nation, a nation of a nation of doubters. Um, so, have you gotten feedback from this? Yeah, I got some feedback. It's a you, gift. Good, you should. Um, now, are are you looking around? Are you looking at the landscape here? Where, are we seeing a lot of? Because what what do I always talk about? Quality wins. Quality wins. Poor losses. Poor losses. Does Joy Dance have some bad losses? Uh, yeah. Did Joey McKenna lose to one Bryce Meredith? Yes, that happened. That still happened. Did Tim Dudley lose to Nick Gravina? Yeah, that happened. Is Zane Richards um, a fairly inconsistent guy? But I think we can agree he's in this tier, right? Now, let's look at pound-for-pound pound wins, okay? <laughs> yeah, give me some pound-for-pound champions. Pound-for-pound wins. Um, there was one guy named Nico Megalutis. If you're familiar, you might have with, heard of him. You might have heard of him. He went to Penn State. He did a couple things there. One NCAA's. You may be familiar with one Thomas Gilman, Nathan Tomasello. So this guy has three pound for pound wins. Okay, I don't think Joey McKenna has one. Uh, D- Tim Dudley might, maybe Nate Brown was one time in the pound for pound, and Zane Richards has the Corey Clark pound for pound wins. So, what was Dudley as a sophomore? As a sophomore, he was. He placed. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Joey, uh, he's, a, he's a very difficult guy to place because his wins are great, and his NCAAs the last few years have not been strong. And if you don't think he should be top 20 because he didn't place, Joey gets in. Fine. Joey McKenna gets in on one year. He gets in on one year. Actually, he gets in not – actually, that year has very little to do with it. Freshman year, it's more. It's his sophomore and junior year where he really. I'm talking about Joey McKenna. Oh, McKenna, look around. This is my. So problem. what you're saying is, so what you're, what, what, what the heart of the matter is, because I'm looking at Joey Dance and I'm like, Joey Dance has quality wins. I mean, he beat Gilman, he beat Megalutis, he beat Thomas Studs, Stella. right? He beat multiple guys that were in the finals or won it. Two NCAA champs. Right. So I get that, but at the same time, when I, uh, the next line. Number 18 is kind of more intriguing to me. I think that t- tells a better story. Joey McKenna, he has one—he only has one year under his belt, and it's not even a great year. No, it wasn't great. And I think his consist—well, it was pretty great. You know, he only lost to Heil and had the Meredith loss. So he was pretty freaking good. That's I know, but how many wins in the pound-for-pound pound does he have? None. That's right. So, well, so maybe Zane Richards should be ahead of those guys. So what I'm, what I'm getting at is, and, and this happens to me all the time when I'm doing high school rankings, it's lack of alternatives. Lack of alternatives, people. Like, like you could say, what did Joey McKenna do to get in the rankings? And the answer is probably, tell me who else has done anything to get in the pound for pound. That's the, that's the problem we have currently right now. Um, you know, there's a case... Maybe Zane Richards could be higher. He missed half of the first half of last year. There's a case, though I would disagree, for Brett Farr. I think Brett Farr was a... Um, real comfortable jeans. <laughs> real comfortable jeans. Um, I think with Brett at 197, my, my statement has been, you know, this guy went 0-2 at 184, was 15th to 16th, 17th ranked guy all year, then goes up to 197, he's top four. Is that the weight a little bit? And when you combine, you know, multiple losses to Burak, I just I just didn't see it. No no pound for pound win. So I didn't have far on there. Maybe he should have been. I don't know. So the bottom five, well, you have Martin Miles Martin at fifteen, and then the bottom five, um, Medbury Dance McKenna Dudley Richards. So those are the ones you're working with uh, in the bottom half. Let me. Why don't you just, peruse a little? I'm just going to look and why see. You, why don't you do, sometimes you got to look. Some people think Brian Robuto. That's uh, fair. I can see I can yeah. see Robuto, and obviously I can't say, well, he had a bad NCAAs when I've got Joey Dance in there. Okay, here's the highest-ranked guy at each weight that's not in the pound-for-pound. Pound. Dylan Peters is number two ahead of Dance, but he's not in the pound-for-pound, pound, but Joey Dance is. Mm-hmm. Uh, 33 is... Um, you have a couple guys in there. Clark, Tomasella, Richards, Eric Montoya, clearly not a guy that should be in the pound for pound. Um, look at 41. How about Bryce Meredith? No love for Bryce Meredith? He, 
He got beat by Seth Gross at Big Twelves. That's true. He got beat by he got beat by Jared Prince at the Scuffle. He's there's highest, a reason he was an amazing story. He was like the highest ranked one forty nine pounder, not in the pound for pound. Le'Veon Mays. <laughs> Levon. I got Le'Veon. It's it's pronounced. You don't get to choose. I pick. I. You don't get to choose how someone's name is literally said. His uh, his name is Levon. I'm gonna call you Steve from now on. Willie, this is how his Highest, ar- his arrogance has run so rampant. He thinks he can just call people whatever he wants to call highest them. Highest guy at 157, not in. Palacio's not in, right? No. Palacio's not in, so Palacio's at two. So there's only one 157-pounder in. Yeah. Yeah. No love for Richie Lewis in the pound for pound. I got Hey, he's a, I'm, I'm comfortable with him on, on the anti-clown so task force. Ike Jordan is in, right? Yes. Okay, so 160. Daniel Lewis? No. Okay, so that's the cutoff there. I kind of did have Daniel Lewis in there for a little bit, and I changed it. What's wrong with Daniel Lewis over Libido? I mean, you say Daniel Lewis, right? You have a guy like you have a guy like McKenna in there, who I love, by the way. I'm just making an argument for I rank- you. rankings purposes. You don't like uh, that. You have a guy like McKenna in there who has zero pound for pound wins and placed. What do you place at NCAs? Fourth. Third. Oh, that was his only loss. Was Meredith? Mm-hmm. Okay, what Lewis took third. Mm-hmm. Um, does he have any pound for pound wins? He does not either. They're kind no. of the same person. They're similar. And then you have to remember Daniel Lewis, and I actually forgot this. He lost to Dimitri Willis. Yeah. So that's not good. That's not good. He though. lost to him last year? He got pin slayed. I thought that was two years ago in an open. No? It was this year. Pinfalled at the Joe Parisi. Okay, so that's a cutoff there. Epperly's not in? No. He was gone half a year. I don't know. Okay, so he only got one guy. He could be. Epperly's got a really strong case. Yeah. Ty Wallace has a strong case. Epperly has a good resume. When you stack up his wins, I don't know, he might he might show. So so you only got you know you went a couple weights where you didn't have um you only had one or two guys in at eighty four you have four guys in. Yeah, it's a Gabe really. Gabe Dean, Miles Martin, Bo Nickel, Tim Dudley. No love for Nolan Boyd. Not yet. Okay. Not yet. And then 97, you only have Jaden Cox. Mm-hmm. Worst weight in years. Real Comfortable Jeans is number two. Brett Farr, he is not in. Brett Farr is good. And then Snyder and Medbury. Why Medbury over Walls? Um, because Connor Medbury beat Ty Walls, Adam Kuhn, Mike McMullen, and Bobby Telford. That's life. a good reason. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so what's the flack that you get? Is it it's the dance one? Dance, dance, dance revolution. A lot of far, a uh, little bit of real beauty, a little bit of walls. For, for as far as the pound for pound goes, far because he's not in. Yeah. Come on. That's, that's kind of what I say. That's kind of that's sort of ridiculous. Why, why do they make me? Why do they make me talk bad about kids? It's like I don't like them. Like I got any issue with that? It has far. nothing to do with the kid. It just has to do with the resume. It's like when it's like when I have to argue or defend my Jaden placement because that happened. Emil came at you last night, right? Did he? No. Yeah, he, he qu- knows he better. Quote tweeted, he quote tweeted. He said, "Emil, uh, oh, he goes, just... all that matters is the trump card is Olympic medals. They should be one, two in the pound for pound. And that's the end of story." Uh, he that's a classic Emil. That's sub- a classic Emil. Classic Emil subtweet. No need to get cute with flawed logic, please. Uh, it's not flawed logic. It's listen. It's not a subtweet. Olympic, I don't know what a subtweet. That's a means. subtweet. When, when you what ta- is a subtweet? He's mean? talking about me, but, but not, not to at me. You. Oh yeah. Hey Richard Emil at C Piles Eight. Oh wait, you follow me, so you know what it is. You know so, what it is, Emil. So hit it up. Jaden Cox is not number two. If he was so much better than all these guys, he would pin more people, especially in that way. If he was so much better than everyone, he would win more matches. Why don't okay? you like Jaden Cox? Why do you make me say that? Listen, how could he be ahead of Zane Rutherford? How could he be ahead of Zane Rutherford? In, in talking NCAA wrestling. In NCAA, I, I these are NCAA wrestling rankings. How could he be ahead of Zane Rutherford? I am on your side. In NCAA wrestling, there's guys more dominant than Jaden and yeah. Kyle. Yeah, and they've beaten better guys. Are you familiar? Yeah. Are you familiar with Logan Stever? Basically, people that want to say that 
flawed logic. If people that want to say that the 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 only thing that matters is that they basically want to say, "Hey guys, let's get real. They meddled at the Olympics." Take the NCAA data, and you tell me. Right? I, they just want to. They just want to disregard all that. Well, they, he meddled at the Olympics, so he's the best. So he's the best, and no matter what he does, right? It doesn't matter because basically, th- that can't be trumped, right? Yeah. Who's saying? It's not like we're taking away his Olympic medal here. Like it's not like I'm acting like that doesn't mean much. But it's it's folk style wrestling. It's different. Um, and he's, in my opinion, in I, high school, right? If you win Fargo, does that the rest of the year? He's number one. He's number one. Number one. He, he won Fargo. He won Fargo. He's fourth at states. One for he won Fargo. People don't want to talk about him getting fifth. You know that happened. That was a real. That was a real thing that happened. Imar's two for two with one loss to the best bonus point wrestler in the country, mm-hmm. Jason Nolf. Jason Nolf beat Isaiah Martinez, which is a better win than Jaden Cox has his entire NCAA career. I feel absolutely great about it. It's not flawed logic. Immel is just, he's the one bring, bringing the bias here, not me. Immel. Immel. At me. At me, Immel. See Piles 8. It's, uh, it's only 9.35 Mountain Time. He might not be up yet. He's up. Come on. Immel's a grinder. I know. What are you talking about? Immel. Wait, you. Holla t- at your boy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. What do you mean? What were you about to get all huffy? Y- yesterday, you're like, Richard Immel is a better man than Christian Piles. You tweeted um, that publicly. Yeah, because he texted me something. He's like, I was like, Richard, hook me up with something, something. And he's like, I will if you tweet. I'm better than Christian. <laughs> so I said, okay. You're you nine. Come on. Grow up. Grow up. All right. Um, Mako's coming. Mako. That so, dude's a legend. Were you around? Were you, like, in the mix when he was, like, terrorizing, like, scaring people? Yeah. Were you, like, ever at a tournament he was at? Mm-hmm. Like, can you describe that experience for me? Did hey, you ever what? have to wrestle him? It was, he was, everybody knew he was the baddest man in, in the building. Yeah. Like, it was just different. He it was, he's just kind of rip your head off. And he was mean, too. He wasn't just like, a, you know, I'm a good wrestler. I go out there, I pin you. He looked mean. He was mean. Like, Kyle Snyder will destroy you. Yeah. But Kyle Snyder's a pretty nice guy. Yeah. He's not out there, like, trying to intimidate. Like, that was part of Mako's game. Uh, I, I don't remember if I can't I can't say that in high school he was looking to intimidate I, I don't know that maybe it was true but I don't know that um, but what I what I do know is looking at him he he was very intense psyching himself up right yeah for sure for sure but but you never you never how would that match have gone if you had wrestled him I don't I hate, I probably I would have probably had like a 4-1 lead then I would I would have been like off balance. He would have foot swapped me and pinned me. <laughs> you know, and then it would have been a bad call because you were out of bounds. It would have been a terrible. Call. You would have, did you ever slide on your back to get out of bounds? No, really. You just if you're on your back, you just. Slide. I don't think I ever got pinned. You I, never uh, stop it. You never got pinned. Uh, I got pinned twice in my life that I know of. Yes. <laughs> Why'd you say I never got pinned? Rarely. I mean, never. Rarely. Once in high school. When was the other time? Um. I got pinned in so Mawa semifinals when I was like eleven. It was very devastating to me. Oh, really? Yes, because I had it in my head that uh, there was no way I'm not winning this tournament. And uh, and I got you know what? That, the kid's name was uh, oh man, Steve. No, his name mm. was, but he he was really good and he ended up getting in a car accident and. Uh, oh. Yeah, it was bad. That's uh, he was from the, he was from State College area. So you have in fact been pinned. All right, well that's interesting. I was though. I disputed that call. That was a iffy. I don't even know if that one counts. Really? Yeah, it was bad. That was like. I mean, I don't know if it was bad. I I disputed it. Did of the course. Ch- did Eleven the ch- year old disputed it. Did you really? Mm-hmm. Did you ask for the cube to get thrown? Yes. Did you ever want? Were you? Did you want an official? I also got pinned by. Uh, Are we up to three pins now? No, this is the second one. Oh. It was called. They used to have these thing, elite duels at at uh, Liberty. They were really cool. It was like the first week in the season. Walsh, Saint Ed's, Easton, Nazareth, Northampton, Blair. 
Sounds pretty weak. But uh, there was this team, Spencerport. Spencerport, New York. I was winning 4-1 and got pinned. I don't know. So that's how it would have gone with Mako, too. That's right. That's why I said it. It's always 4-1. Is it? There's a yeah. There's some there's kind some of some sort of a tone beeping. It, it sounds like uh, there's a beeping in here. I feel like I'm going nuts a little bit. I don't know what it could be. It sounds like the yeah. I there's way too going. many computers going on in here right now. I don't know what's beeping. If you hear that beeping, we apologize. What? So what, what, talk a little bit about about Mako. Now we're talking about me being pinned. How does this happen? <sighs> that was great. How many times were you pinned? Oh, many, so many, too many to count, Willie. No, I don't actually know. Plenty though. Um. So Mako, we've got a Steve Mako documentary, a Mako Daco, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we're doing something cool. We normally release him on Wednesdays. We're going to release it Monday, right after Super 32. Um, so it's going to be a great little three-day run there. We're going to go. We're going to go Super 32 Saturday, Sunday, and then Monday. Um, we got Steve, we got Mako coming. We got hey, oh, let's, we Bader got Bader just, in here. Let Bader, let Bader talk about Mako. Yeah, Why? yeah. Hey, so that's a microphone, Bader. You just talk right into it. I was actually walking in. To, I heard you guys say there was a beeping. I was going to try to help with. Oh wow, B- Bader was listening. I was. Thanks, man. Yeah. Means, it means a lot. Thing. What's S- up, Steve Mako? Yeah, yeah. So that documentary is coming out. And, right. Um, it's going to be kind of mind blowing. Really? Yeah, it, it's like... Uh, there's some crazy stuff in there I think people don't know about Steve. Not just the stuff with his dad. But yeah, there's a lot of stuff. There's stuff I didn't know, and, and I had to do um, some investigating beforehand. and talk. I called up Buxton and a few other people and, and talked to him, and and, um, and even they couldn't tell me everything. Some of the things I just had to ask him, and, and they came out, and I was like, holy smokes. Um, I didn't know about this, you know? Right. And... Um, yeah, so it's pretty wild. He's uh, he's not exactly who I thought he was, and even going down there and, and having done this job for a while, I don't know if I'd ever really, I don't know if I had actually ever interviewed him or talked to him in person. So when I went down there, I still had some of that mystique, and I was like, this is Steve Mako. Right. Uh, when, you, when you say down there, that it was, he's in Florida now. Yeah, right? yeah, he's in South Florida um, working at American Top Team, coaching MMA. He fought uh, two handful of times maybe. But he's really involved with the wrestling down there in, in Florida and, and building it up. Um, but he goes into depth, you know, about – I mean, we, 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 <laughs> we did like a four-and-a-half-hour interview, and he did the majority of the talking um, from, from birth <laughs> through today and a lot of crazy things in between and just things I never would have imagined and uh, talks about his mindset and why he was the way he was and – the whole Iowa Oklahoma State thing and that's crazy. Yeah, everything in between really talks about why he, why he he left and what the difference is, if any, were between the two programs. We kind of puts them up next to each other and, and compares them and how how they're run. And Can you imagine if something like that happened now? If like, what if Zane Rutherford transferred to <laughs> Iowa for these last <laughs> two years? Like, if something like that happened right now, that would be like one of the craziest stories. I mean, that would just dominate. In a long time. And, and he just like, he said his brother told him, you know, this is going to be a really big deal. And he's like, eh, I, I guess so. He didn't really. And he's like, yeah, I guess so. But I don't know. I'm just trying to train. Yeah. I just try, no, that's, I don't care about the noise on the outside. So um, two-part series. They're like, I, I saw the first episode or, or what's mostly completed, or maybe all the way at this point. But it's dense. Um, it's a half hour long and it flies by. Usually they're like 22, 25 minutes um, but this one, this one's a little longer, and I think the second episode is going to be about thirty minutes. Just, just wall to wall, uh, mm. flies by. Did so, he, did he leave his shoes on the freaking mat? We, he was shoeless when we did the interview. <laughs> Dang, that's yeah. symbolic. Well, it, it was kind of funny, but he was. It's because we were on the jujitsu mats, and you don't wear shoes on the jujitsu mats. Oh, okay. So maybe unrelated. Yeah. Well, but let's just say you know it's he left his shoes on the mat. Okay. Well, good. Well, Bader, I don't know. Maybe your presence solved the beeping, or has it still been going on? I have not. I have heard none of the beeping. All right. Well, just don't. Just hang out on the couch, if you want. Do whatever. Uh, you want. No, I gotta there go. I is. got work to do. Oh, it beeps. So, all right, you're no good. All right. Well, thanks. Right for, when we high fived. Yeah. Right when we high fived. All right. Here's Willie. Willie's back. Back again. Tell a friend. I'm so, looking forward to the Mako piece. He's he's um, just an enigmatic character, right? Like. So much going on with him. 
No doubt. No doubt. All right. Well, I uh, I don't know if you're going to do this or not. You might duck me. You might be scared. I'll duck you quick. But I want to – yeah, you probably will. That's probably where I'd be in trouble with you. But want to do a little NCAA prediction? You want to do that? Yeah, you know what? I'm not – I'm sounds, not – Sounds like a no. I'm not big in the prediction thing. Really? For NCAAs. Uh, listen, you have the data. You have the, the – you know who these guys are. Yeah, I mean – you're base. You're going to base your predictions on information you have, right? And you think you know who they are, uh, but you never know. You never know. Kids change over the course of a year. Mm-hmm. Maybe they. Maybe this year they're really dialed in and they're all about it. You know, there, there's a part of the Burroughs documentary where um, he's like, after my freshman year, I said, I'm staying in Lincoln. I'm training. I'm not going to have one. Excuse, it might have been after a sophomore year. I'm staying in Lincoln all summer. I'm training all summer. I'm not going to have one. I'm not going to leave anything to chance. I'm getting as good as I possibly can before the start. Of, now, some kids do that, and some kids are like, um, maybe maybe they didn't train as hard as they typically did in the summertime. Uh, you, you don't know. So you know the data from the years they have wrestling and the matches they wrestled. What you don't know is how people change. Mm. It's deep, bro. It's deep. <laughs> <laughs> hey, actually, before we get into that, can we talk about our Oklahoma State bias? How strong that is? Well, I mean, here's the thing. We have um, rights to Oklahoma State matches. We have rights to Oklahoma State matches. Cowboy up. So we were, we had to make them number one. We're contractually obligated. Contractually obligated to make them number one in the country. John Smith but really cares a lot about this. These are the stupid things that people say. That that because we have them number one. Well, it's obviously because. Obviously. We have their. No, it's because they're actually. Maybe it's a product of their individual rankings, guys. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, listen, y- you tell me which of these rankings is like. Inflated is Nick Piccinini at 14, scoring one and a half points. Is that is that putting him over the top? Um, Cade Brock at seven. You know he beat Cody Brewer. Dean Heil number one. Are we comfortable with Dean Heil at number one, the national champion? Is that is that fair? Or Kalika at four? Or Joseph Smith at three? Chandler All Rogers, inflated. Chandler Rogers five. I don't know how you have Heil one. I don't have Heil one. Uh, Kyle Crutchmer fourth. Um, Nolan Boyd, who placed fourth last year, I have him fifth. So inflated, inflated. Preston Weigel sixth. That sounds high, and then you look around, and you're like, oh my gosh, what happened here? Yeah. When and then saw. they're unranked at, at heavyweight. So I I don't get it to be honest with you. Um, we don't have a bias towards Oklahoma State, and actually, I've said that I think Penn State will win this year. So oh, clearly biased. So obviously biased. But this is the things that people say. This is the things that people say. It's not true. All right, so... But I love Oklahoma State. I thought, you know, honestly, I thought that Ohio State, like, just when I was doing the rankings, I was like, Ohio State will probably be number one. But they weren't. They weren't. Well, they have a lot of youngsters, too. Yeah, they've got... They might have the best combination of sure things plus room to improve when when you consider... Although Penn State does have three, basically bona fide twenty point scores. But so does Ohio State. And then they have Micah and then they have Keyshawn and then they have Colin Moore. You know I would feel I would I kinda wanna take I kinda wanna take Ohio State to win the title. I kinda I've kinda been thinking about Is it, that. Are a we lot. In, are we at NCAA prediction time? Let's Is do it. it. Are we in the prediction time? Whichever way the wind do blows. Do we want to start with team? Let's do, we can do team. Because I can't this is where I'm at. Except I'm going to say something that you're going to get mad at. Oh, of course. my gosh. I kind of I kind of want to take Ohio State to win it, but I would feel a lot better if Tomasello was at 25. That's what you're going to get mad oh, at. Oh, no, I'm not going to get mad and at this. And Pletcher was at 33. I'm not mad at that. I, if 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 Tomasello was at 25 and Pletcher was at 33, I would pick Ohio State to win the title right now. I I would have tag loved it, tag it. I would have loved to see that lineup. Now, what happens with Luke next year? Tomasello is a junior. Tomasello should be at twenty five and Pletcher well, should be at thirty three. I'm not gonna say should. I'm not gonna say should. Listen, 
I there's a lot of guys that are not cut out to be career 25s, and he is plenty big to go up to 133. One number. Can so, Luke make 25? I don't think so. He's a thick kid. Real thick. No disrespect to J Rod. Jose Rodriguez. He's not. He's not household enough to to go J Rod. In high school, he was, and we called him J Rod. Okay. Or there's also a 125 pounder named Josh Rodriguez, who's ranked ninth in the country. Okay, there. but we never called him J Rod. People don't know about your secret club with nicknames, Willie. Everybody call him J Rod. Okay, Rod. His name's J Rod. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, no disrespect to him. I mean, he has a nickname, so you know, we thought we thought a lot of them, but. I think I would like to see Pletcher there. Or Pletcher can't make 25. Tomasello at 25 and Luke at 33. I would have loved I that would have been super entertaining. However, Tomasello wants to go up, go up. He's if he's too big, he's too big. There you go. I I know. I, I know this. What I'm saying is I think it hurts their points. So basically, uh, hypothetically. So basically it's it's Jose Rodriguez versus Luke Pletcher is the difference. Yeah, but at different weights. Right, but that's the difference. It's yeah. th- their points. How many points are going to score? Because Tomasello is going to be top two at either weight, right? Um, yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's just it's Luke versus. It's like who will score more points? Who are you can Who are you convinced or or confident in enough to score more points? Jose Rodriguez at twenty five or Luke Pletcher at thirty three? Yeah, it might actually might be like negligible. Well, well, I don't know. 133. I don't know. 33 is pretty good. 33 is pretty 30 good. 33, that's what I'm saying. 33 is. But Pletcher's awesome. Yeah. Pletcher's so good. I don't know. I feel, I feel you. So who are you going to pick then? Um, I think, I think I'm still picking Ohio State. Yeah. I think that's fair. I'm going to. Basically, my theory here is. I don't know. I'm picking Penn State. If it's a year where they're trying to win, I'm, I'm going to pick them to win. Because they win every time that happens. You know, <laughs> The one year, they, they sat a bunch of dudes. They sat what potentially could have been an NCAA championship team. Um, I'm probably picking Penn State, too. I don't know. Come on. Be, be a man. Pick something. Don't pick three teams. He's going to pick Iowa pretty soon. No, I'm not. It's those two. It's those two? Yeah. No, Oklahoma State, nah? I don't think so. Dang. Oklahoma State has no holes except for heavyweight. I know. This is not a dual competition. I'm saying they have they have top five potential at a lot of weights. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to see it. I'd like to see a, like the closest race. Ever. Right? I'd like to see a close race. I hope there's five teams in contention. And Oklahoma team, Oklahoma State and Iowa can do it. But what, what what we've seen over the years, uh, especially these Penn State era years, mm-hmm. and and when Ohio State won it, is that elite talent gets it done. Yeah. So I don't. Also with Penn State, they I don't know. I'm sorry about hitting the mic there. <laughs> they, <laughs> I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what they're what they're doing with 74 and 97. Well, that's what the, I mean. It's hard to it's hard to say who are you picking. I mean I know. But Bo Nichols, I've been saying this. Bo Nichols could go one eighty four. I believe y'all. Just I don't know how. I don't know how Rashid will do at seventy four. I don't. Will, will, I don't know ninety seven in heavyweight. I don't re- know how good Nick Neville is going to be. Yeah, I know. Is is McCutcheon going to go up, down, left, right? A B A B start, select start. Are you punching in cheat codes on our radio show? What Why was is that? Did just answer the question. Then yeah, we'll, you never played Contra. Contra? Yeah. You don't even play Contra on Nintendo? It was amazing. I don't think so. I don't think I played that game. All right, Cheat Code Willie. That's a pretty good nickname, too. Um, no, I I think we might see Shakura go up to 97, potentially. Okay, so how can you? How can we assess Penn State? Because they're going to have some... How can we assess Penn State accurately if we don't know? You don't, there's so many things you don't know. Because... They have just earned credibility with me that they're going to put... I don't need to prognosticate and figure out their lineup. All I need to know is that... It's Penn State? That they've got a plan, and... You I'm got gonna, a plan? <laughs> you have a plan? 
That will never go away. That's the greatest moment of my life. <laughs> um, I, I just trust that they're going to figure it out. Whoever's supposed to be 74 will be 74. I, I'm, I'm with nice you. I'm with you. They have – I they, mean, Penn State has earned, like, I just believe they'll get it done status. Um, and the only reason we have these questions is because they have so many options. that they, they could have Morelli at 74. They could have Shakur. They could have Shakur up at 97. They could have McCutcheon down at 74, up at 97, stay at 84. They, they just have options because they have that many good wrestlers, and they'll figure out the best one for each spot. I know, but, you know, as as somebody that's supposed to speak intelligently on the subject, I just can't default to, well, Penn State will always, they'll just, they'll get it done. Well, I mean, it's two weights that we have questions. Like, we have a question about two weights, like, Willie. No, when when, like when somebody, Yeah, right. Yes, it is. This is a lot like when somebody recruits, right, and then you do the big board, right? So, um. No, this is not like that. Alex Marinelli. Alex Marinelli goes to Iowa instead of say, or, or not? I don't. Know. Recruit X goes to Iowa as opposed he was going to go to. I I, I don't know another school. A lesser, a lesser coached school, right? Yeah. And so then you do the big board and you're like, I'll, I'll say I'll, like a Caleb Young, right? Like a not not like a a blue blue chipper, but like a twentieth guy. And and people expect well he's going to Iowa he's gonna be he's gonna be really good. You can't give them the bump because they're going to Iowa. You have to you have to rank them on what they. That's are, not why do. I'm making that. It's you're giving them a Penn State bump. No, there's eight weights. Three of them they're gonna be otherworldly. They're gonna have Nick Soriano at one, Jared Cortez at one, Jimmy Goulabon, um, Vincenzo Joseph, Nick Nevels. These guys are gonna be in the lineup on top of Rutherford, Nolf, and Nickel. Those guys are going to be wrestling for them. I know that. And then I figure whatever they get at 97 and 74 might be might be icing. It might be points they really need. And we've seen like with 149 with James English a couple years ago, they could get that, that kind of contribution. At 197 right now, you're telling me Matt McCutcheon goes up? You're telling me Shakur Rashid goes up? That's a, that's a wrestler that can make some noise. Okay, so it's not – I'm not giving them a Penn State bump. I'm – I watch what they do, and I look at their roster, and I say, these guys are going to be wrestling, and they're going to do well. And until they don't win a year they're really gunning to win, then I'm going to pick them. Yeah. No I, matter what my rankings say. I might pick them, too. But I just want— oh, It sounds like you pick two teams. I, I want to know their lineup. I, I can't, it's hard for me to pick somebody I don't know their lineup. No trust, no faith. And Kale Willie doesn't trust. That's a lie. Apparently— you're you're out on him. So the team race is super interesting. You know, for Virginia Tech's another team that a lot of people think are would be in the mix. I think not having McFadden is gonna be is gonna be harmful. You know, returning All American at 165, recovering from surgery, probably likely to redshirt. So unless they really, you know, they put Joey Epperly, Zavasky places high, hot. In the finals, walls in the finals. You know, if they do something like that, what did they score last year? Do you remember off the top of your head? No, this is not the Canadian trials. I don't have everything memorized. Fine, uh, highly offended, Kevin Dresser. You will get an angry email from Kevin Dresser <laughs> and the whole state of Virginia. Uh, but I mean, could they? If like if a Joe, if a Joey Dance has a Joey Dance uh, capable performance, mm-hmm. could Virginia Tech be in there? Well, I mean, they have, by my account, four potential finalists with Joey, with Epperly, Walls, with Hot and Walls. What and about ZZ Top? Oh, he's at a tough weight. That weight is plays no games. At another weight, maybe, yeah. but I, I think you just got to hope Zach places like fifth or something or sixth or he's beaten a lot of those guys, but. That's a that's a really tough way, you know. He could be round to twelve again and have a nice year, but that doesn't really rate. So I don't know. I, I don't and know. they have Solomon Chisco too, who was like sixth or fifth or something as a freshman. Sorry for not memorizing that. Either Canada. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they're in the mix. Sorry, Canada. Sorry, can't. Listen, I'm telling you guys right now, get a pen, okay? If it's raining outside. If it's raining outside. No, just kidding. Just kidding. Um, Jaden Ironman is going to be too real, and he's going to be a big. Too legit to quit. 
He'd be too legit. You you will have to quit. That's how legit. He legitly will be so good. Legitly? I, <laughs> I'm just kidding. He's going to have an awesome year. He's going to have an awesome year. Who said that? Let's just say it. Who said legitly? No. It's funny. It's not. All right. It's funny. But that's that's, uh, that's hilarious. It's private. Um, so I, I'm just telling you guys right now, huge year coming for Jaden Ironman. Bonus point machine. Christian doesn't even believe this. He's just saying it because you have to promote the smaller schools. <laughs> This is my small school promotion ben, agenda. Ben, see, see, Christian, Christian Whatever. tries to prop don't, up your school. Don't let him. Don't let him think he ever influences one word I said. All right, don't listen. We didn't even. We didn't even get it. We, what we were, we were supposed to. We were supposed to but, do our like picks at each weight. We ran out of time. We were supposed to talk about Super Thirty Two. We ran out of time. We will bring that all to you oh on a silver platter on Thursday. Yeah, for sure. For sure, we will. I'm going to begin this, All right. our, our outro music. Sorry, Canada. Sorry again, Canada. Our bad. We thank you guys so much for listening to Flow Wrestling Radio Live. And a huge, massive thank you to Under Armour Wrestling. Best wrestling gear in the game. Scraplife.com for all your UA wrestling needs. Joggers, shirts, shorts, whatever. Whatever you need. Under Armour's got it. We'll be coming at you again Thursday. We got a lot coming down the pipe, so stay tuned to flowwrestling.org. We will see you next time. Venom out.